0: Hi, this is Shirley Jones, and you're listening to TV Confidential.
1: Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio talk show about television that's happy to welcome Mr. Ron Bacon. Ron Bacon, Emmy Award winning associate director and one of the true pioneers of network television. Ron spent 35 years in network television, mostly. With ABC, although he did do some shows with NBC, and I believe one of the last things he did was with Arsenio Hall. I don't I don't remember whether Arsenio was on Fox was on or not. New- it was on Fox. It was on Fox. Okay, so but uh, Ron spent most of his uh, 35-year career in television with ABC, working on more than twelve thousand five hundred. TV broadcasts and wearing many different hats throughout that time from stage manager to assistant director to director to writer and producer working on many different forms of television for ABC including variety shows, live specials such as the Academy Awards, game shows, Sporting events, such as the 1984 Olympics, and Ron won his Emmy for his work on the 84 Olympics, and occasionally such scripted shows as Barney Miller, and those are the days. Those are the days. The second pilot for All in the Family, which it's easy to forget, the second pilot for All in the Family was produced by ABC. Ron Bacon is also an accomplished musician, an independent filmmaker, we are very, very happy that he is spending part of his day to day talking to us about his career. Ron Bacon, welcome to TV Confidential.
2: Well, thank you so much, Ed. It's a great pleasure to meet you and be on your show. I would like to
1: start with the story of how you got your foot in the door with ABC, because there are a couple of takeaways from that story that apply to anyone looking for a job.
2: Well... It takes a while, you know, I got out of college in 1952 and I had been in the Naval Air Reserve and I was out of that and I got a job in radio at WMAN in Mansfield, Ohio. That sounds easy. It took me nearly a year to get my first job at WMAN. That's a lot of searching. I went to every radio station, every TV station in Ohio looking for work. And I, because I was qualified for my background in college. But when I finally got the job in Mansfield, it paid a grand sum of $30 a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which was low, even in
2: $1950. Yes. It was, but I was very grateful because it was a job, you know. Yeah. My father was a fearful that I would be a bartender forever. <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, I'd do bartending in the daytime so I could get, I could get gas for my car so mm-hmm. I'd go look for a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, you know, crazy.
1: Well, I would imagine you were a good bartender, Ron, only insofar as you're a great storyteller.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I tried. <laughs> I, some of the people in me were wondering what the hell they were drinking, but... <laughs> <laughs> Because people who are trying to get into the business need to know it's not easy to just jump in. I mean, yes, if you're related to somebody, you might get a big push from your parental relationship. But for anybody who is interested, anybody can do this. You just have to work hard. And, uh, you know, I, I got the job at the radio station. I did the very best job I could do. But I knew that it wouldn't last forever. And I'd have to move on. And that's when I, television was just coming in. In those days, the TV was the very first color sets were like two inches square. You know? mm-hmm. And the set was about you know about five feet tall and four feet wide, weighed a thousand pounds. But black and white, well, they had some tubes, you know. And it was there that I noticed that there was a lot more interest in television than in radio, even though I was working on a very successful radio station. So eventually I I managed to uh, get to Cleveland and I had an opportunity to have a photograph taken of myself in a TV station holding up a a box of Ziploc or something, whatever what it was. And uh, I was sitting at a table and there was a camera. The, The idea was it was a publicity shot for me to put on my resume. No, this is not easy to get. I had to work to get that to happen. But here's the accident. So I'm there, and the guy who's the program director comes in, and he sees me, you know, doing this, and he says, "So you you are interested in job in television?" I said, "I certainly am." And he said, "Well, could you start today?" I mean, I'd been to a TV station twenty times, and they turned me down. So. You just
1: never know. And a detail Ron is leaving out is Ron has some marketing blood in him. He not only had the foresight to take a picture of him at a station, but uh, what I believe one of the things you did in your first radio job, it to, and this is to help supplement your income, is you sold ad time so yep. you you knew you knew how to reach advertisers and you knew how to market the show and those are all things that obviously served you well as you made the climb from radio to television
2: yeah I, the, the, yeah part b of the, the the radio thing was that uh I was not making making ends meet at thirty dollars a week mm-hmm. and uh, so I asked the station manager if if he'd let me sell some time now that was outside of my what I came to work for, but I I really needed the money. He said, sure, you know. Of course they want you to sell time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it was remarkable. I, in a very short time, you know, I had so much business. The station told me they couldn't put any more commercials on the air. I had, I had maxed it out for them. That was a big help to me because then I had some real income. I had tripled my income, you know. Mm-hmm. And that made it possible for me to to go look elsewhere for the TV job that I really wanted.
1: Ron Bacon is on the line with us. Ron spent 35 years in network television, working behind the scenes in many capacities, from stage manager to associate director to director to writer and producer on more than 12,500 different TV broadcasts, including such variety shows as The Lawrence Welk Show, The Frank Sinatra Show, the Ernie Kovacs specials, as well as many Live events such as the Academy Awards broadcast. Ron sharing a few memories of his career. We'll talk about some of the specific shows that he worked on later on. The conversation you can learn more about Ron at ronbacon.net. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We mentioned in our open, Ron spent 35 years at ABC Television in Los Angeles. But before you made it to L.A., your first television job, I believe, was in Cleveland, correct?
2: Right. I worked at WNB, was called WNBK at the time. Later, they changed the name of the station to KYW and then back again. Uh, But it was an NBC-owned and operated station, which gave, at that time, we did some very interesting program. Uh, Does the name Dave Garraway mean anything to you?
1: Today Show? <laughs> yeah. pretty, so, much, pretty much the originator of the morning show as we know it today.
2: Yeah, and the Today Show was very successful, but mm-hmm. they went all over the place with remotes doing different things, and one of the places that they had easy access to was Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, one time we did a show from the top of the... Six hundred foot cracking tower, and uh, I remember being in a um, steel factory where they were making steel, and uh, all kinds of interesting remotes were being done, and it was a, a very interesting because in those days when they wanted to go somewhere, some a bunch of guys with patch cords, and then they say, "Okay, switch." <laughs> <You know? laughs> And hopefully they hit the right hole with a patch cord. (laughs) But it was a a remarkable show to be on. I was so so very, very impressed with Garaway and the whole production staff. And uh, I got to work other NBC shows, and and it was a big push for me. So I was on the uh, board of the Radio and Television Directors Guild at that time. So we would have meetings in New York, where the home office was, and I would go to New York, and this one time I was there, I talked to the girl who was in charge of the Hollywood office, and I said, you know, I'm interested in going to Hollywood. If, if you ever hear of a job uh, opening, I'd certainly uh, welcome any call you could make to me. And she said, sure, you know. And I didn't think much about it, but then a couple months later, I get the phone call. There was an opportunity for a job just for four weeks at ABC. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the condition? He said, well, you have to be able to count bars. Well, I'm a musician, so that was not an issue.
1: And this was for the Ray Anthony show?
2: It was for the Ray Anthony show, right, correct. And uh, so I went out there. But here again, things don't always work out the way you plan it. I, I get to ABC, and I'm greeted at the gate by the unit manager, and he says, I'm sorry, the job is closed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no I mean I had I had quit my job yeah in Cleveland I had taken my wife and all whatever belongings we had put them in the back of my car and we had driven to Los Angeles thinking I had a job well that was uh, unfortunate but oddly enough it turned out I knew some of the people who worked at ABC,
1: and this is where your marketing background comes in.
2: Yes, and uh, so Bob Abogast, who was a writer there, staff writer, I had gone to college with, and um, Pete Robinson was the program director of KABC, which was the local O and O. So I told them I was interested in, in working in Hollywood, and I uh, was hoping that, of course, that I'd get a job. Nothing opened up right away, and I, I left, and I thought she was. And I went to visit a friend in uh, Tucson, who offered, <laughs> said you could you could sell Venetian blinds, and I said, well, I really don't want to do that.
1: Yes, but if I remember correctly, before you left to see your friend in Arizona, you
2: left, I left word phone number with the Directors Guild office, mm-hmm. and I said uh, I'm leaving, but if you need to get in touch with me for any reason. Uh, here's where I'm going to be. This is my itinerary. Not expecting anything from it, mm-hmm. and I no longer get to Tucson. And I get the call, "We need you for the Ray Anthony show." So I came back, and it was just a, supposed to be a four-week job, but it it turned out to be much longer because they they kept me on.
1: And because there were a lot of different shows for you to work on, and you were very good. We are on the line with Ron Bacon. Ron Bacon spent about 35 years in network television, mostly with ABC, although early in his career he did stuff uh, with Dave Garroway for the NBC Today show. And later in his career, he worked with Arsenio Hall on Fox. Ron worked on more than 130 different TV shows throughout his 35-year career, many of which were broadcast live, including special events like the Academy Awards broadcast and sporting events like the 1984 Olympics, plus many, many different weekly variety shows and variety specials. You can learn more about Ron Bacon at Ron's website, ronbacon.net. Now, this is what I love about the story you just told, Ron. This is the big takeaway. In many respects, your career at ABC would not have happened had you not had the foresight to check with the DGA office before you left for Arizona.
2: Well, that was critical, of course. It helped to know a couple people there. It just happened to be that they were people I'd gone to college with, you know, at the University of Arizona. And it, it's funny how those things all come together. When I look back at my life, it looks to me like everything was kind of planned. I mean, I, everything I wanted to happen, happened. And this I need to say to anybody who is interested in young people who might be listening, that set your sights for whatever you want, you know, and just go for it. Yes. It takes time, but it's not instantaneous. You just keep pushing toward that direction. Yeah. And it's, it's like if you're sailing a boat, you have to make corrections for the current, you have to make corrections for the wind, but you keep resetting your sails and you have a destination in mind, and eventually you get there. Yes, sometimes it takes a while.
1: Sometimes it sometimes takes
2: the wind's behind you, and you, you move like heck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes it takes a while, which, go, which, which goes to show that persistence and following up, and little things like networking can often pay off. It paid off for you. It, it's, it's a lesson that can pay off no matter what you want to do in your life, and that's what I love about your story, Ron.
2: Well, I have shared this with other young people who have called me back and said, thank you so much. You changed my life. It's, it's such an important message. It is. It is. And you kind
1: of touched on this a few minutes ago, Ron, but in many respects, when you got to ABC in the early 50s, it really was right time, right place for you because... Well, we had
2: the number one show on the network, which was Lawrence Woke Show.
1: Mm-hmm. And not not just the Lawrence Welk show, but there are a lot of other shows that, you know, needed to be broadcast, all different kinds of programming. But there are only a handful of people like you who could work those shows. And so, again, right time, right place for Ron Bacon.
2: Yeah, there were just a couple of people working there who could do this, this kind of work. And fortunately, I had learned well on my way uh, from working at uh, WNBK. In Cleveland, you know, I'd learned all the ropes. I had written shows, I had produced shows, I had been on shows, done in many different capacities. And so I was prepared. And I can give you a, another reverse look at things. When I was first looking, when I was in Mansfield, I wanted to make that jump to television. I, I thought maybe I should go to New York. And I got. Through a friend who was a, an advertising agency guy, I got introduced to some people in New York who let me see the Kate Smith show,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which was a very big deal back there in television. And I saw this one guy that everybody seemed to be listening to what he was doing, and he was really sharp. And I, like, gee, what a great job that is. And and I, I asked what is it what is he doing and They said well he's the associate director and I said boy I'd love to do that You know and and then I started focusing on that job and that's and then that became very useful to me when I got to Hollywood of course
1: Now I know a little bit about how an associate director works on a film set Is it uh, much the same when you're working in live television, in a variety show situation, or, or is the job responsibility different because the form is different?
2: Well, it, it varies quite a bit. Normally, because when you're broadcasting, of course, mm-hmm. uh, which, you, you know, in film, it's stop and go. But there are overlapping responsibilities. You do have to be sure that, that the actors or people that you're working with know their assignments, and you have to be sure that they... You, you get within union rules about doing lunch on time and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> along with knowing which dressing room they're going to be in, and making sure that they know where to be and all that kind of stuff. Then, on top of that, you have the responsibility of being working with the director, assisting him in any way that that he requires. And a lot, the biggest job you have is timing the show. Uh, in those days, everything had to be come out exactly on time. And uh, so that was one of my biggest responsibilities and working with a stopwatch and making sure that everything came out on time. For example, when I did the uh, Lawrence Welk show, I would have to go to rehearsals and and we would determine from what I, I said how many numbers to include in the show and how many choruses of different pieces of music we could use, and so forth. Then when we got to the end of that rehearsal, everybody was was depending on that knowledge that the show was going to come out on time. So within those parameters, (laughs) you had a lot of responsibility.
1: Ron Bacon is on the line with us. Ron spent 35 years in network television, mostly with ABC, working behind the scenes as an associate director, director, writer, producer, all kinds of capacities on more than 130 different TV shows, many of which were broadcast live, including special events like the Academy Awards broadcast, as well as such popular variety shows as the Frank Sinatra Show, the Lawrence Welk Show, the Ernie Kovacs specials, and Shindig. Take a quick time out. We'll talk some more with Ron about the various TV shows that he worked on, as well as some of the stars he worked with. When we come back. On TV Confidential.
0: Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life, but it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California, that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you.
1: Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk